Welcome to the Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. This is episode 210. And unfortunately, I do not have like a cool, sweet button for what we're going to talk about today necessarily. Like Street Fighter, you know? Oh, oh I guess Bye 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 would be another. Hadouken. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to cut up. And I... Because when we used to do our battle boxes, I, uh, oh, speaking of battle yeah. boxes, I used to have that. the Street Fighter for our rounds and everything like that. Yeah. And I couldn't yeah. find it. So I, I cut up something else that fits for secret layer talk. So we'll get okay. there. But uh, what are we doing today? That's kind of a little hint to what we're doing today. But what secret else? Secret layer, we? super drop. Woo! We're going to talk about that. Talk about, um, you know. What we like, what we don't like. Uh, Adam has breakpoint on all of them to make sure that you're getting your value. Yep. Um, and then we're also afterwards that we're going to have a discussion on like buyers and sellers remorse mm-hmm. and try and help people out on that. And that's kind um, of the big point of the secret layer breakpoint thing yep. is it's telling you this is how many you need to buy in order to start making money and breaking mm-hmm. even. And so this is kind of fitting in with that and helping people that might be and you don't sell you are a trader so it's actually trading and selling so it's both aspects it should fit everybody yeah and and there there's going to be some repetitive advice but it might be like just a different way it'll be in a different conversation and everything Mm -hmm. so i think um hopefully it helps people out in that regard we also have stump the smith savant stump the smith and we still have the uh let me grab it here Shit. We have the Temple Garden and the Sword of Hearth and Home and Retrofoil. Renshai25 is going at it again. Little bastard. I don't know how he got his name drawn again. But he keeps throwing in the suggestions, and uh, or all you have to do is send in. I'm sure it's going to be super easy again. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, today we were going back and forth on the Discord and the uh, direct messages, and they're like, okay. Which, because he has two of them, he's like, which one should we do? And I was like, well, this one, this one, this one. I think this one's the better option because of this, this, and that. So there's, there's, I'm trying to help a little bit. Look at you. To get you stumped. stumped. Look at you. You're just, uh. <laughs> so this is week number, what are we at? Six? So yeah, we still got a Sounds few right. more weeks before we'd add another prize. So that, that'll that be Indeed. that. And then. Uh, we go over the results of Staple Versus, which last week was a pretty good one, actually. It was Faithless Looting against Ponder. But what yeah. do we have going this week, Lowry? It's going to be Boros Charm, which is going to be my card. And Adam thinks that Heroic mm. Intervention is better. I don't know why. Uh, let's just see. I'm playing green. The nope, best nope, color you hold in- it. <laughs> you hold on to that. That doesn't matter. We don't do that now. And you're playing the worst colors in Magic? Okay, so... Wow. <clears throat> Even though we're, the deck wow. we're playing is three colors at this point. Anyway, okay, wow. so. <laughs> uh, I got to play some in real life magic this weekend. We missed you. Everybody yeah. was asking where Lowry was, and I was like, well, he doesn't like you guys, so he's not coming. Makes sense. <laughs> but we had probably, I think it was like 10 or 12 people that showed up uh, at different times awesome. and all that. And we got at one point, um, I don't know if I pointed that out behind me but so i got my yeah i did do that when we did our battle boxes i think i had a table Mm -hmm. behind me so i brought our game table in from our game room and then my wife bought a table off of facebook marketplace a big kitchen huge table it's like nine feet 
Um, pretty good shape. Uh, I just need to sand the top and I was going to stain it, like uh, make it look a little barn door, barn door, barn color, barn, you know, kind of barn worn. dory color. You know, yeah. you know, like because our whole house is that barn, the barn doors and all that stuff. So we're going to, you know, you that. could just like leave it and then that'll naturally happen when you use <laughs> yeah, it. <right. laughs> That's a good point. So, but we actually end up getting three games going in, going on at once on Saturday, which was really cool. So we had uh, three people in here, three people out there on that table is big enough to have two sets of three on it. So I got to play my new freaking commander, Kaima, and let's just say it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So is that why number two was like new rule instituted, kill the Smiths and tell they're dead type thing? Because no one killed it. <laughs> I won so many games. <laughs> I got, we got to like the end of, not the end of the night. It was like, I think it was at that point, it was like 10 o'clock or nine o'clock or something like that. Yeah. I made the mistake and just like, because Tom, my neighbor is like, Adam here hasn't lost a game. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, what? You haven't lost yet? And so then I got <laughs> raped that game. Like <laughs> Everybody's just like, but then the next game, like number two got me, was it that game? No, that was a trombley. That was earlier. He got me down to one life and then I came back and killed everybody. No, no, no. <sighs> let me, let me re back this up a little bit. Okay. So Jeremy was playing Mogus, right? Yeah. And he had an activated Blood Chief Ascension. Hmm. I was playing uh, Kaima. And so I'm putting enchantments on everybody's stuff, you know, auras on everybody's stuff. They're yep. still considered mine. So when those creatures die, they go to my graveyard. So I lose the life, right? Yes. So I'm at one life. And number two is trying to figure out how to kill everybody. And he's like, well... Those auras on Trombley's creatures, when he dies, it'll go to Adam's graveyard. He'll die from Mogus. And then he's like, okay, and then I can kill Jeremy doing it this way. And I'm just like, yeah, you kill them both at the same time because what happens when you kill them both? There is no Blood Chief Ascension on the board anymore. So when the stuff goes to my graveyard, I'm alive. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, that's it. And they're like, all right, I'm dead. I'm dead. You win. I'm like, nope. Blood Chief Sentient's gone. I'm alive, bitches. <laughs> I came and I killed him. Wow. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. It was, I had a lot of fun that night. Uh, <laughs> my red, I basically, uh, I played Kaima four times. Daryl, Daryl worked. That was the last game I so played. just like red, night. green all yeah, day. Red, green. And then Eureka splashed in there and that, that oh, okay. did some... I did some on theme damage. for the weekend at yeah. least. So it was fun. Uh, but we're going to be playing with uh, the patrons. We are right. Discord this coming week. Next Sunday. We're going to do some online play and have a lot of fun, I think. So that's kind of like a little, uh, little thing for you guys out there. Two o'clock on Sunday. If you're in the discord, we will be playing there. I don't know. Various ways throughout the day, two o'clock central. So that's uh if you're not a part of the Discord and you want to play with us, join. <laughs> um, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> well, uh, had planned that we were doing like a day date. My mom was going to take the kids and everything. Uh, we went out for uh, breakfast, lunchish at a at a really good place. It's off of Snelling. It's called the Naughty Greek in Saint Paul. Mm. Yeah, I've never had it. Pretty solid. Um, and then uh, uh, we went to the Institute of Arts, and then Kirsten got sick. 
So, oh no. Yeah, it came down with the flu like midway, and she's like, "We gotta go." I'm like, "Okay." Like uh, pukey flu? Or no, she was just feeling ache. really like yeah. really out of it and like tired. So you know, it's like. 45 minute hour drive home. She went right to bed. Uh, I just cleaned up the house. And then I was like, I I had to go pick up the kids. And a little bit after that, (laughs) I was like, well, that's, uh, that's the first like date we've Uh, had in like two years. I got ruined by getting sick. Yeah. So, um, and the other, the, the kid fun story from last week, probably Wednesday was, uh, um, I, I like kinked my neck sleeping and so like mm. i was just kind of like not moving around and keeping like the best eye on my kids that day and uh elise who's now gonna be you know almost two in a couple months here that's crazy but yeah i know right um so she had a my little pony and she was using that to mop the floor <laughs> of the bathroom hey that works with toilet water uh, oh no <laughs> so she's just dumping it in there and <laughs> no. throwing toilet water all over the bathroom floor <laughs> and, and then i could uh, i could hear her like i heard a fall and kind of a cry so i start like getting up and kind of like leaning over like going over there there's just droplets of water everywhere i'm like what's going on <laughs> she comes out and she's like ah! it runs back in slips again Oh man! And I was just like, water. go in there. I'm like, okay. I look over at the sink, and it's bone dry. I'm like, where did all this water come from? <laughs> Toilet empty. I'm like, oh, oh god. <laughs> you know, pick her up, throw the toy away. Like, Ugh. go give her a bath. Come back down, <laughs> mop everything up super quick, and nobody got any songs or bed or any like reading i'm just like you're going to bed you're going to bed <laughs> and you get a car and you get a car <laughs> i am resting I, this is insane and so uh, so yeah that was fun that was it's fun. weird because i completely forgot about mine and why is it happened with both of us have kids with toilet water because uh we had a clogged toilet this this last week it was on like Ooh. thursday and uh, Zeke went in the bathroom and used it, and it was to the you know, it was about to go over. He's like, Dad, and I go running in there, <laughs> and you know, it's filling, it's not like yeah, it had oh, shut yeah. off, so it's about to go over. And so, I just shut the water off. I had to wait, like, you know, you got to wait a few hours for it to go down sometimes, yeah, yeah. It took a while for, for some reason, that was a big clog. So, I plunged it out. He saw me do it, you know, he helped me do it, got the plunger. Yeah. Um, we're about to go get Drake from the school bus, bus stop. And Zeke's like, I gotta go poop quick. And so he's in there and I'm like, I probably was texting on the discord. I don't remember what was happening. There was something happening. It was distracting There's always something that distracts you just a little bit longer than normal. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's the discord. Discord's so distracting. And so I'm sitting there (laughs) and then I'm like, all right, Zeke, we gotta go. We gotta get your brother. He's going to be there in like five minutes. And he's like, dad, I need your help. And I'm like, What? And he's like, the water's going everywhere. And I was like, what? Because I knew what had already happened during the day. So I flung open the door and the water is just <laughs> coming over the top. And it's heading to the 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 vent. And I was like, oh, oh my no. God. He's holding the plunger. So we put the plunger back upstairs. So he got excited when it got clogged and went and got the plunger by himself. <gasps> and then tried to do it himself. And there's just poop coming out not there wasn't turds but it was you could smell it was poop water and all i could do because we had to get drake in two minutes like it's it's 30 seconds away 
I grabbed towels. I threw them on the floor. I grabbed Zeke and threw them in the car. And we get to the bus stop. Drake gets in and he's like, what's that smell? And I was like, I can smell it too. What is going on? Zeke had it all over his pants, poop water. It was just like, get back. And I'm like, all right. Strip down. Kind of like you uh, strip down and get in the bath. I didn't have him get in the bath. Get in the bath. Change clothes. Uh, I forgot about it until you mentioned it. I was like, oh, yeah, I dealt with poop water this week, too. <laughs> Fucking kids. Yeah. Yeah, kids are gross. <laughs> They're so gross. So gross. Uh, so. All right. I don't know. Is there anything else? Um, nah. Nah. Oh, yeah. We what? fucking had battle boxes, dude. Oh, I thought that was going to be part of the tags. We We're could, just, we can plug could, our stuff. We could, we can talk. Well, let's talk about it. How'd that go? <laughs> How'd that go? I, sh- I shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. I shouldn't run How'd it your in collector's right now? booster box open <laughs> yeah. and go yesterday, huh? Huh? Just yeah. throw that back in your face. Yeah. That was the worst fucking box. I would have been disappointed if that was a draft booster box, much less yeah. a collector's booster. I uh, know. I, yeah. You spent $100 extra on fucking garbage. <laughs> I just kept thinking, I'm like, this this next pack is going to be the one. This is the one. And I was just like, nope, it's not the one. Like, when I was going back through the chapters and put it in, oh, man. there were two good packs. But when I say good, like, they were like $15 packs. There's nothing over 15 and that's only two of them. Everything else is like Holy shit. $3. <laughs> what the fuck? That was horrible. I'd be fucking... Pe- and this is like... My set booster box was solid, but like comparing it to your set booster box, like it was trash. Your <laughs> set booster box was really, really good. And um, I'll probably say it again, but comparison is the thief of joy. And so like, you know, I went back through the box. I priced it out. I enjoyed, I liked, I got a lot of cards that I wanted. Like I was happy with my set booster box, just getting trounced in battle boxes though. Yeah. Sucked. That was like, I, fun. it was bad. And so I had to take a, a nasty shot. We got a video of it and yeah, check um, it out. It'll be linked. Um, and, uh, but, but, but your value ended up pretty good, right? I mean, technically like we, we were talking about it. Like we opened it Friday night which is so when prices were that the, prices the are going to be inflated at that point. But it, I told from what I got was like $162 in value off my set booster box. And I'd be pretty happy with that. But like the lands, the alt full art lands. Oh my God. Those are those, so gorgeous. Those they're gorgeous. Those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it said that my value there was like $27. I oh, guarantee you that's not what it is right no, now. Not anymore. Because you, you know, went and picked up a bunch of the foil lands for pretty cheap already. Yeah, I was able to get foil the the full art basic lands in between a dollar and two fifty. And oh shit! Oh, good go. for you. <laughs> to get back and to the so page. I just uh, you know like that just kind of took all the value out of. I was just like, well, probably toss that twenty seven. So that put me at one hundred thirty, and that's still not. That's like breaking even. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I will say though, those lands, I. Th- think that those will go back up i think right now uh from what i heard that this is one of the most open sets is like ever so the inventory out there is just going to be a crap ton i don't think people should be buying collector boosters because they're just garbage but if you (laughs) you get a foil one in every pack that was the bonus of that i was like yeah right Uh, but yeah so i i think they're going to go, the, the lands are going to go way down, but I bet you within a couple of years, those foil lands will be 5 to $10 lands. You know, and 
this is a little bit of a finance talk, but I think I, I like this version of special basic lands. Uh, like in in boxes and stuff like that with the set not like for every card but you know for a lot of them i got more of the all or the full art basics than normal basics i only got three that i've opened so far out of i the the normal basics i think the only ones that i got were in the collector boosters and those were maybe i did get one in our set maybe one or two in the set and the collector boosters, those are foils. And those, I got I got two of those in that. And then yeah. everything else was in the bundle. Yep. So I, I wonder what the draft boosters, if those probably have more, maybe? I don't know. Oh, could, they pro- probably do because it's draft. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So. so I, but like, I like that, that that's how they're doing it because it does feel, it's going to feel really shitty to buy these Synthwave lands and just spend like 200 bucks on it. You're like, <laughs> fucking, they look gorgeous though yeah, they do look really good so that's what we'll be getting to in a little bit we'll here into that, yeah all right well let's get into our tag since we uh well, I might as well get to where is it where is it so we're getting ready for this uh there we go all right so you guys can support the podcast by joining patreon and becoming a patron of our podcast uh much like our newest patron Fred Cope, I think it is. Cope. Welcome to a meat forest. That sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. A dollar gets you into the Discord. Five dollars or more gets you proxies each week. And also, you're going to, like, Fred Fred can join in and actually play games with us this weekend. We're going to try to do that once a month. So Mm -hmm. that gets you in. If you're even just a dollar person, not saying that's where Fred is. Fred is not a dollar. He's a little bit higher, which is a little bit higher. He's a little bit higher. Apparently he likes us. (laughs) Thank you very much, Fred. So that gets you into, but you can just be a dollar just to play with us, play on the Discord. It's not just with us. We're going to have a bunch of us playing uh, just for the very fact of doing that or just chatting with us on the Discord. That gets you there. But proxies are for $5 or more uh, as you move up the tier levels. I don't know what you're doing with that camera. Yeah, I, don't know. I, was I noticed that you, you got your settings. We kept the good settings. So we don't, we have our full screen now of Lowry, yeah. which is nice. No which one will great. notice that yeah. from the other ones. More I just always had to crop. And then yeah. you can see my, yeah. my you door need, frame. I swear, you need to post the, the stuff, right? Wait, I only have one of them so far. And it's right. Oh yeah. I guess I have your other ones. Right. <laughs> We're good at this there. weather stuff, even though this is what I went to school for. And then I can't even, not to do this, but I did it anyways. Yep. green screen. All right. So that is the way to support us. Uh, also, $100 patrons or uh, lifetime or more active patrons. You get a shout out on the YouTubes at the Garuk Dong level. And we Garuk are still, Dong. next month, we will be announcing more new people into that level. Uh, the free way to support the show is to check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel there. Check out our videos. Videos are just, we're fucking going crazy with videos. It's yeah, insane. We have lots trying. of, lots of, lots and lots. Of I, different I'm going to try and do some live streaming on, uh, making Hinata. Yeah. And, and I know everybody's like, ah, everybody's going to build that shit the same. And I agree with you, but I have a little bit of an interesting, little, hopefully, spin on a it. A little twist. So yeah, what is I'm that not going to have that one's called "Searching for the Spotlight," right? Searching That's one for the of spotlight. Our, our live things that are yep. typically on Thursdays. I'll right? be doing that Thursday nine o'clock at night. There we go. And so you yeah. can jump on and give Larry a little bit of a hello, boobies. Yeah, maybe hello, great. boobies. 
<laughs> no, it's Whatever. always fun to do the deck Whatever, tech stuff. Boo. So you're, I think the biggest hits for those is is the very first because yeah. normally we have to split yeah. those up because we aren't going to make a deck in an, an hour and a half, two hours. You, you need a little bit more time, and yeah. you sometimes you need to take a break to think about things a little bit more in the direction you want to go. Absolutely. But those first ones, seeing those tons of cards of your ideas of stuff like that and breaking that mm-hmm. down, that's where we get a lot of people on, uh, a lot of interaction. So jump on there this Thursday. Uh, another one that you can check out live is Proxy Time Live. I haven't done it for two weeks because we had spoil or um, released last weekend, so I opened the collector booster box. But I'll be doing Proxy Time on Sundays at 7.30. Typically is the time I'll do that. I don't know what I'm doing this week. I'm getting a lot of requests. So that's another thing. When you're on the Discord, we can give... You guys can give requests of things you want to see and sometimes you try to work that in uh some other stuff bi-weekly or twice a week you see curated mtg and this week's curated oh congratulations lowry what you just made your hundredth curated mtg really Woo! yeah <laughs> the only reason i know is because every one of your like curateds i throw in a tag on it Okay. And I do our playlist, and the oh. playlist hit 100 today. So oh. what was our 100th curated MTG? Uh, it is Peer Pressure, and it is a sorcery that when you cast it, you name a creature type, and then if you have the most amount of that creature type, you get to get all of those creature types from every, all your opponents, stays. and that stays. And so, like, you know, I'm talking about, like, turning things into changelings and just having a changeling deck. It could be really cool. Um, you know, humans are the most played and most made creature type. And so you, you, if you have a blue X human deck, you can just mm-hmm. probably just gain some good value off of that. Um, so I, I thought it was a really cool card. Don't see it a lot. And no, I've give it a never shot. seen that card. <laughs> yeah. And actually first watching, I was like, I, I'd get worried that, you wouldn't hit anything, but I like the the changeling idea and the humans aspect to that. Yeah. You might not be stealing a lot, but humans is the most played creature type. So you yep. might be stealing yep. a creature or two well, from everybody. It's yeah, if it's just like four mana. Yeah. It's four it's, mana to steal like, like two, magic. three creatures, that's not bad. Yeah. That's still that's... pretty good value. You know, but I do think it you know, you don't put that in a Merfolk deck. You're just not going <laughs> to snag merfolks randomly. So I choose merfolk. Oh, no one has any. All right. Yeah. Well, that was a fun spell to play. <laughs> yep. So, I mean, that's something to think about. Yeah. Uh, so biggest thing with curated MTG with that, watch it, watch it all the way through, watch it to the end, watch maybe again, and then give it a big like. That's the biggest thing there. You can also Absolutely. watch that on TikTok. If you guys are on TikTok, you can follow us there. Uh, it's not like YouTube. That's all I got to say. Uh, some other videos we have. What else do we have? We have, we're going to be having spotlight coming with our finalized decks. Yeah. Uh, once we're done with searching for the spotlight. So that's also there. You can see us right now, our podcast. You can watch us there. If there's a way that you can watch it or listen to it, watch us. Cause that's, uh, y- you get to see all the cards we talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. and then what else do we have? Do we have, what else? We're going to have games on there. We have battle boxes like we talked about earlier. We did the Getting shots. Back to that. We have Kraken packs. We have, there's, dude, there's tons of videos. And we're kind of leaning towards the live stuff a lot more. So the biggest thing is if you subscribe, 
you're going to get that notification that we're live yeah. and it was jump on and you can chat with us while we're well, opening and, stuff and or doing stuff. It's a good place to interact with us if you yeah. care to. And if not, then just watch it later too. Right. <laughs> if you don't too. actually like us, but think we're smart or whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, all right. So that is YouTube. Also, there's a, the voting tab on there where you can vote for uh, yeah. staple verses and everything there. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter. Lowry's and that parts. is where we will post everything we just talked about on Twitter to say, hey, this is going up, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Voting stuff is on there. You can direct messages there. You can also direct messages at Gmail. And that is commandersmith at gmail.com. And that is where you can send us the suggestions for this. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. Focus up. All right, before we actually get into this, Lowry, what are you drinking today? Because I am drinking a Sugar Shack Maple Stout, and it is from Third Street Brew House, and that is out of College, wait, it's uh, Collegeville, Minnesota. It's actually a pretty good beer. What are you uh-huh. drinking there? That does sound really good. I am drinking from Bauhaus uh, Brew Labs. It is Guavatron Pink Guava Goose. Gose. Gose. Um, and it is pretty tasty. It's very good. Very nice. Uh, it made it sound like we were like advertising it, and I should show that one too. Mine has like a, like a forest and trees and stuff. Sugar yeah. Shack. It's yeah. a sugar shack. That was really bad. Sorry. Sugar shack, uh, baby. <laughs> thank <yeah>. you. <laughs> you didn't get my reference of uh, Quacky Serpy Niku, but you'll get my Love Shack uh, reference there. Yeah. I did get a few people that are like, me? I don't speak Japanese. Alex got on there. No, there was definitely three people that knew what you were talking about. They were my age, you know, a year older than you. That's Alex is younger than us, man. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He's a wise soul. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we are doing something dismissive on. There are yep. two cards online. You have Temple Garden, the old school, I guess, damaged version. That's the one that I got back from Card Kingdom. Uh, we also have the Foil Retro, Hearth and Home, a sort of Hearth and Home that is up for grabs. Mm-hmm. All you guys got to do is stump Lowry. How do you stump Lowry? Well, you give me a card that is over 5,000 decks. That is one. Two, uh, I give Lowry three clues, and Lowry is going to ask yes or no questions. He gets five wrong guesses. Every yes, you will hear this. Hello, boobies. Every no, will hear this. Wrong, 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 wrong. If he gets five of these, wrong, 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 wrong. He loses. He loses, and our stumper wins the pot. Or not the pot, the ante. <laughs> We aren't giving away pot here, guys. No, we're not. We're, <laughs> we don't have not. that in Minnesota yet. It's not legal. Not yet. Someday. Um, so <laughs> that is the anti what I talked about earlier. This week's Stump the Smith Savant is Ranshai25 from the Discord. And here. Oh, one more last thing. If Larry can name everything about the card except for the yep. name of the card, he will get the initials of the card as a little bonus clue. All right. Here goes the flavor. The dead know lessons the living haven't learned. The dead know <clears throat> lessons the living haven't learned. So, I mean, the dead know lessons. So it makes it feel like it's at least a black card of some type. 
And I would probably say a non-permanent spell, but let's go. Is this a black card of any type? Hello, boobies. All right. Let's do... Is this a non-permanent spell? Hello, boobies. All right. Uh, Two for two. Yeah, I have no idea, but... (laughs) (laughs) You're just narrowing something. Just narrowing down. down. So it is a black instant or sorcery spell so this i mean it could be a number of like instant speed kill spells but it's uh uh let's i'll take the first clue please the art features a circle a hand and human remains a circle a hand and a skeleton or a zombie Human remains. Human remains. Why is that not a rock band name? Um, <laughs> that's that's a good point. The dead no less no lessons the living haven't learned. <clears throat> so It, it the almost... art features a circle, a hand, and human remains. Yeah, that didn't help me at all. <clears throat> the I... I, I, I... <laughs> I I should make sure it like okay, so this definitely feels like a black card, so like just to hear a hello boobies, I'm gonna be like, is this an o- only a black card, like so mono black? Hello boobies. There you go. Just trying to make sure there's no multicolored <laughs> trickiness in there. Um, let's go with the second clue, please. The text features the number two three times, although one of the times it is written out. You get what I'm saying there? Number two, number two, and the the word two. There we go. Not the word is in T-O-O. It's T-W-O. Yeah. Right. So it's so the number two is seen three times, and one of the times it's written out. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So you got that it is a black card. You got that it is either an instant or a sorcery or not a permanent. Basically, a sor- instant or sorcery. It's the only things it could be. Um, and then, what do we got? Art features a circle, a hand, and human remains. Uh, we are text features the number two three times, although one of the times it is written out. And I don't know why it is. <laughs> I'm sure there is a reason why. Okay, so, like, for some reason, it makes me feel like I have I have two theories, or two thoughts right now. Theories, fucking, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, for some reason, the first initial thought that I have in my head was, like, something's making two, two, two zombies. But those cards aren't in five thousand decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those don't make it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, and so 
The next thing that's potentially in my head is something that would be in 5,000. And um, I, it's scry two, lose two, draw two. So it's read the bones. Hello, booby. You got it. Hello, <laughs> oh, damn it. I thought I was being <laughs> sneaky. No, you I were real, was... real sneaky because I thought it was... Two twos. You were leading me into like the desecrated body and yeah. oh, creature dear. tokens and stuff like because that. Because this one was tough because I, I didn't want to go. The text features scry, yeah. draw, and loss of life. So yeah. I was like, all right, we got a common thing here of twos in there. I was like, okay, here we go. We'll go with the twos. And yeah. But I didn't want to make it vague enough that you couldn't get it. You know, I didn't want to be like, I don't know. So, oh, that was good. That was, that was, that was good. good. Good job figuring that out. Why do you think it is that it says draw and it two is spelled out instead of the two? I guess everywhere else when it says draw cards, it's a, it's drawn out or not yeah, drawn, yeah, written yeah. out. Well, it's yeah. scry the number two and then it's, it's then there. draw <clears throat> TWO cards and you lose two life. Yeah. I don't know why that is. It's just how they, yeah, they set it up. They could have easily, you know, used numbers for drawing, but they normally have draw seven, and seven's written out or whatever, you know. Yeah. So. Well, good job, buddy. I am impressed. Uh, Renshai, you have another uh, card to send to us. <laughs> you should have waited a little bit and saved yourself some postage. <laughs> so if you lose, you don't have to, but you can. Uh, send two of the cards that you lost. If it's, well, read the bones is an easy one because it's super cheap or you can do a basic land if you'd like. Uh, the other thing about read the bones, it's in 58,000 EDH rec decks. I believe it. Yeah. So that was a good card. That was uh pretty crazy. Um, better than I ponder. Think... <laughs> oh, look at you. <laughs> why, why are you shooting or shots right now when we don't even have that going? That was last week. And, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. I just like taking digs. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, really quick. So you, you send the two cards to us. We have, you, if you want our, uh, where to mail the cards, sign it. If you're writing on a basic land, write what the name of the card is and send it to us. And we've been getting a lot of cool messages like, fuck you. And <laughs> I don't know if they're cool. Fuck I mean, off. And I mean, kiss my ass and all that other stuff. So, yeah. And we'll I post them. I mean, it. Mine's right over here. If you look at the, it's right over there. Have you right posted the them on Twitter? I haven't. I think I didn't post good. them on Twitter. Yeah. I should. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've only done it on the Discord. Discord is our baby, and then I we know. go over to Twitter. Twitter gets our leftovers. I know. <laughs> it's sloppy somethings. Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we move into. I do have a button, and this Ooh. should be a okay. a button that we continue with. We'll see. Uh, I won't stomp go. on it. Secret. It's a banger. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. I was trying to come up with <laughs> so dumb. You can tell. Okay. So the funny thing about this is like, as I'm doing this, I'm like, this is our roots of how this cast started with us singing all the time. Yeah. Cause all I wanted to do was sing. <clears throat> there was this Madonna song. I, my baby's got a secret. That's what one of them I was going to use. Okay. But I was like, we're going to really date ourselves that. I barely know this. I know the song, but I barely know it. 
Okay. And then I was going to add in Lowry in there. I was like, my Lowry's got a secret. And I was like, why am I adding Lowry's name in? <laughs> it's like it's like we're doing the beginning of the podcast like we used to do. So if you don't know what I'm talking about right now and you're listening, go way back. Yeah. Because first 104 episodes. Yeah. We were we were singing a song at the beginning of each podcast. And then originally we did that because it was like to break the ice. So we were yeah. like nervous, I guess. Or yeah, it was just not I even so. nerves. It was just to be funny and whatever. And yeah. So anyways. <laughs> I, I mean, X Files still dates you at this it point. Does. Some people, people know this, you know. It's it seems like a lot of our our sound bits come from Fox old shows, <laughs> X Men, X Files. Maybe it just has to start with an X. It has to have X. There, in yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> Degeneration. All right. <laughs> All right, so what we're going to do here is we do have a new secret layer that came out. What we're going to do is kind of go through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know what the breakpoint stuff is, it is basically the amount of secret layers that you would need to buy and keep one set for yourself and then start making a profit. So this would be the amount of stuff, and what I'm basing it off of is... Uh, current prices of them. Now, these are tough. I will say there's a lot that only have one foil printing or no foil printing. Okay. Like, this is the first time. So, some of these are going to be, like, wild numbers, and there's no way that it's going to be at that. But that's why this is speculation. Exactly. If people didn't so, know, that's what specs meant. Yeah. So, uh, corresponding with this, I am going to try to make the breakpoint videos. They are short, so you can watch them really quick. We have the old ones from the last secret layer that was out, so we'll have some more of these. And then at at the end here, we're going to talk about the Street Fighter. It's the Street Fighter secret layer, mm-hmm. uh, but you it's a super drop, so it has a bunch of I think eight other one, two, three, four, five, six secret layers, and then the Street Fighter, or maybe seven actually. Seven, four, seven, <clears throat> yep. So uh, what we're going to do is Larry's going to go through the cards and then we'll just give you the breakpoint number. So remember, that's the number that you need to buy and then that's when you'll start making a profit from that point forward. So if you're just deciding to pick one of these, that's where we go. So where do you want to start, Larry? Uh, like Neon Dynasty? Yeah, let's start there. Okay. <clears throat> so this worked earlier. The interesting thing about this one is it's <laughs> only in the on? it's only in the uh neon foil. So there isn't a non-foil with this one. Okay. For some reason my my computer is going super slow. But okay, so this one has four cards in it. And they're still loading, but I know one is Ghostly Prison. <laughs> And then there is Freed from the Real, which is an awesome aura, just a common, but very cool. Buseju, who shelters all, which is a sweet land. And Hall of the Bandit Lord, which is another old school sweet land. Yeah. So this is a $50 uh, secret layer drop. Okay. Like I said, only. Oh, this one's 50 bucks to buy? This one's 50. This is the only one besides the Street Fighter that's 50. Okay. Um. So this one, there's two things with it. The Boseju and the Hall of the Bandit Lord, mm-hmm. they each only have one really 
printing a foil. Uh, well, there's a from the vaults foil for Besedju. Yeah. Um, and that one was 38, but the hard part is the hall of the bandit Lord is 135 for its foil. So it's just Unlikely. It's really, yeah. yeah. But if you take the foil pricing, this puts you at a break point of two, two. It's a good uh, one. A lot of these are two because of the lack of foil printing. So it's a really good one. I mean, the, the value here is pretty yep. high and that's why there's only four cards it's probably the least amount of cards in it and it's only one version of it i would use all of these i don't actually own hall of the bandit lord um and I don't so own this is either of those i don't this think. is one that i would get yep and this so sure. um and normally if i don't have the card um i'm going to want that that secret layer that secret layer and i want to Try and remind me about Hall of the Bandit Lord when we uh, do the discussion right after this, too. Okay. All right. What is our next secret layer? So that one's a number. That one's a <clears throat> break point of two, and there's only one version of that to get. So that's a, that's an easy one. If you get a break point of two, that's as high as you can really get. Break point <laughs> one, you, like I said, you have to keep a, in this scenario, you're keeping a set. So you're not going to get a break point of one because you want one for yourself unless they're coming yeah. with two cards. Uh, go with Lil Walkers. Lil Walkers. Lil Walkers. All right, this one has five cards in it, and the art style is like the the pop. Yeah, pop one, figurines. Pop figurines. Yeah. yeah. yeah so this is like uh, this one has Ajani, Mentor of Heroes, Soren, Grim Nemesis, uh, Tamio, the Moon Sage, Ashiok, Dream Render, and Angrath, the Flame Chained. So. Non-foils again, 30. Foils, 40. So this is the normal pricing. Um, <laughs> the breakpoint of the non-foils is a... I have 10 plus. Like, you're just too... <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. not worth it. Unless... Uh, unless what? I guess money-wise. Again, if you're trying to... One thing that I would say about Secret Layers, same thing with the Master Sets and everything. If you don't have the cards... Be aggressive on it. Mm-hmm. That that's how I would look at it. If you know, if you have the funds, if you're just like eh, I don't know, but if you don't have the cards, I would go and I would get them. Yeah, if it's just for your collection and yeah. you don't you don't care about um, necessarily the value of what they're going to go up to. I mean, these will go up. Yeah. So I say it's a break point. Like, because what my price is is forty one. But when you take and when I'm doing this break point stuff, I'm already taking out the what it costs you to sell, you know, the uh, commission from eBay or TCG, and then the shipping that comes in. And so this one ends up being only, you're only making a couple dollars off of each one of these, and it just takes too much to get back. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I did want to mention this, I guess, before we got too far into it. I have said before that the non-foils don't normally sell for under 10. That isn't necessarily correct. What I kind of did some research actually before we when I was going through these. So the non-foils for used cards, highly like expensive cards will be very close to the foils. They won't be exactly at it. They'll be probably within a yeah. five to, you know, five to $10 of the foils. That's pretty good. That's really good rates. But the ones that aren't used a lot drop off the fucking cliff. Like those, if you, they aren't a high, like the foils, of a well, Howling Mine. That was one I kind of was talking to you yeah. about precast. You find you go to the Howling Mine secret layer with uh, Mark Poole's art, 
and you can get those for four dollars. The Howling Mine foils, those are like ten to fifteen. So okay. you're getting a little bit higher with those. Whereas the non-foils of the non-used cards can get below, can dip pretty low. So that being said, now let's move on to this. The foils of this one was a break point of two again, because Tamio foils of like cards is $49. It's a freaking expensive ass card. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Johnny is also a $20 card. I mean, each one of these are pretty expensive for their foils for yeah. the foils. So you're, you're at a break point of two. It ends up being, you're at $111 of value and foil cards here. And these are special. So the thing that also happens with, and we'll, we'll get into that once we get into the next yeah. section. Yep. Yep. Uh, next w- one you can purchase is introducing Kaito Shizuki. And uh, this has five cards in it, which is brain freeze snap, which is a fantastic. I love this card. Use it. Uh, bribery, which is super good card. Uh, Unmask is also like a legacy playable card. And then also Shadow of Doubt, which is a nice tricky card. Nice tricky card. Yep. So break point of five for the non-foils. These are also 30 and 40. Uh, Foil, non-foil. Yeah. The break point again is it's two. (laughs) Here's the thing with this one, though. All of these, except for bribery, I think... Only have one printing of foil. Like, mm. Unmask has a, a from the vault printing of foil. But so, like, Brain Mask should have a foil, though, printing, which is which, its original printing. The, but that'd one? be insane. Unmask? Unmask. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I said the from the vault printing, I, I, I guess. Is probably more accurate. Yeah. But it's at $7. Like, it's super cheap compared. Like, from the vault has that weird printing issue that people just don't like. So I always make a mark next to it being like, it's from the vault. Cause you almost like downgrade those for some reason. People just, they're really cheap. So it's $7, but like brain, brain freeze. The only foil printing 128 <laughs> snap 120. Uh, yeah, shadow yeah. of a doubt is only a, it's a $20 uh, foil, but it's only been printed once. So the value in this is $340 because of those one printing foils. There's, there's no way it's going to be that. Yeah. I but know. you got to you got to put that in when you're calculating things out that they, yeah. there isn't very many other uh, other printings with this. Bribery like though, a, 65 fucking dollars for that. Card. Yeah, no, bribery is legit. Like this yeah, could get good, up to like into that 40-50 yeah. range. Well, cuz it's non foil might be too. Yeah. It's non-foil counterpart is 30, you know. So you're so your bottom is 30. Like this one, it's going to come out and be worth 30. Yeah, exactly. That's like, it's pretty bottom. much within, yeah. if it goes down, it's going to be back up there in the next six months. Yep. Uh, all right. Then we move on to the next one. I'm not ready. <laughs> so I said I just it very up the cards. slow into the next one. Special guest. Yuko Shimizu. Go ahead, hit Shimizu? the button. All right. Hit the button. Good point. You can't even read. All right. So this has some spirits in it. How about you? Damn it. Uh, I took it. Did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> you beat me to it. Hikori Actually, I was having know. a self-monologue in my head. I was like, do I go that route? <laughs> do I? 
No. If you would have said it with me, that would have been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> like we would have been super cheerleaders at that point. So uh, the art's pretty cool on mm-hmm. like three of the four. Uh, Hikori, Which one don't you like? I don't the like green? Kira. Kira. Oh yeah, it is a little uh, weird. It's like a little blue skeleton thing. I don't like it. Okay, Hikori Dust Drinker. Um, Kira, great glass spinner, which is used to hold on, and Hikari's a bitch of a card. Sucks. Yeah, it is. Uh, Eidolon of the our, Great Revel. Those are our salty cards. Yeah, I think so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eidolon of the Great Revel, uh, which is a modern card and always kind of just re- comes back in price, and then Elvish Spirit Guide is definitely a legacy playable card. Um, Where's this at? This is, so we got 30 or 40 again. It's not until yep. we get to Street Fighters when things change. Okay. Uh, so the non-foils. Oh, shit. This one, I didn't put a breaking point next to it. <laughs> For the non-foils? It wasn't worth it. Well, hold on a second. No, 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 no. It was just because the, the value was 51. So I have another one that's very close to that. So that would be a break point of five. And then our foils are a break point of two. Uh, it comes up to uh, 143. Elvish Spirit Guide uh, note does not have a foil. So, yikes. This yeah, one that... could go way up because it is not sure. a necessarily a commander card. Like you said, it's a legacy card. Yep. So, people are going to be looking for four of these. Yes. So, it's a this combo one card. Could be it's very expensive. Uh, but then the other thing is Horoku, Horoku, Horkori. Horkori. Uh, Dust Drinker only has one foil printing as well. Okay. Kira is a $68 foil. Yeah, Seriously? so the foils it's are just been reprinted insane. like two, three times? For some reason, that one has a $68 foil. Because where's it in Commander stuff? Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Well, that's why it wouldn't catch a, a foil printing. Kira. Oh, no, no, no. It's in Modern Masters. At least one of them. Yeah, it is. Yep. Uh, it's in the first. That's why. So it was uh, Betrayers yeah. of Kamigawa, Modern Masters, the one of the the very first one, and then it's Jumpstart. So it's not okay. No foils in Jumpstart. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it one's so expensive. So, so that one is also a breakpoint of two, breakpoint five. Uh, foils are the way to go. I'm up in the air if I'm gonna buy this one, even though like Elvish Spirit Guide makes sense to be just able to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, investing I, wise, this one would be really good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that would make it interesting at the very least. The next one is probably my like most excited for, I guess. Even though it's basic lands, Lowry, yeah. are you yeah. excited no, for I'm, it? I am fucking excited for this. <laughs> we are so, turning you. We are turning you, Lowry. Kind of. I'm I'm still picky. Still picky, but these are synth wave lands. I know number two was all about these yeah. months ago. Hey, these were two. all over Twitter. This is a proxy, a person that made proxies of them mm-hmm. got fucking hired to sell them. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing. I can do I can get hired to do this too, right? No. <laughs> Cause I use everybody else's art, not mine. <laughs> this is really cool though. But is it 3040? And 3040. Yeah, like I said before, we're for full art lands. These things are going to look crazy in foil. Non-foils are going to be probably $10 a piece. Foils are going to be 20 plus. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, the basics yeah. are, they're just easy. So yeah. The, yeah. with that, this is the one that's going to be like super expensive. Yeah. yeah. 
it, okay. there is no break point. You just get them for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, they're going to look, I don't know where they go at this point, but um, they look fantastic. All right. So I guess next one, I don't really want. <laughs> Should we even oh. talk about it? Don't get pictures of the floating world. Can we just say that? How? how... <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> the so it's all the the hideaway lands. So yeah. you got the Windbrisk and Shell Sheldock and Sheldock Isle and so the <laughs> the breakpoint for nonfoils none. <laughs> like, Don't get it. One hundred. You'll um, never make your money back. The interesting thing though is Windbrisk Heights is the only one that has multiple foil printings. Mm-hmm. Other than that, the other four have only been printed foil once. So you have 56 value there. You have a 40 value there. You have 75. And then the howl tooth howl, howl, hollow, 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 hollow. That one is uh, $7. So it's. And this is, these are in Japanese as well. Yeah. So, so no, not, no English. So the break point of the foil is still a two. Like we're getting a lot of twos in here. Because they Two? haven't been printed. That's yeah, the, the yeah. interesting thing with it. That's so, probably a thought that they were having in this. So just get out some of the foils, uh, some of the things that don't have a lot of foils. Yeah. And then the last one before we get to Street Fighter. Kamigawa, the manga, the cards. Um, So we have Swords of Plowshare, which is classic. Dude, I, this is like the third Swords of Plowshare printing of Secret Lair. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Why do they keep printing the hell out of it? Like, because it sells. Like, which secret layer version of swords do you want? It's I don't know. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Uh, there's also idyllic tutor, uh, solve the equation, Praetor's grasp, and veil of summer. Um, breakpoint non foils is zero again. Zero. <laughs> yeah, because they've been they've been printed so much. A lot of these, but the. I'm repetitive with this breakpoint of two and the uh, foils of this because veil of summer, even though that's, it's a kind of recent card. It's $58 for a foil for a foil. Cause the non foil is what? One. Like 10. Yeah. Eight to 10. Yeah. Eight to 10. Yeah. Uh, Praetor's grasp only has one foil printing. That's at 65. Solve the equation was just printed. And then the other two at foil pricing. And it's easy with uh source of plowshares because there's other secret layers those are selling for 20. So idyllic tutor and swords pay for your whole box and the rest <laughs> is free if you're trying to sell that, but it's good. I don't, I'm not like in, the art is cool, I guess, but it's not something I'm like, I need to have this. Yeah. Yeah. This one, other than fail summer, which I do have one, but I, I can see, I probably won't get this one unless I get a bundle. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the street fire. Let's get to the, the beer and pizza of this. Uh, can we, should we just spoil the, uh, the secret card for them right away? Yeah. The Hadouken. Yeah. So Hadouken is your Uh, your hidden card and it is, uh, a skin of lightning bolt, which is also kind of cool. Um, so there's eight cards plus the Hadouken and, um, We'll go back and forth with these. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So first one, I'm going to go with E-Honda Sumo Champion, which would be the uh, Okazuna. And uh, four colorless white, white, human warrior. 
Sumo Spirit. As long as it's your turn, each creature assigns combat damage equal to its toughness rather than its power. And then Hundred Hand Slap. Whenever E Honda, I guess we don't have to read that shit. It's not a real ability. Yeah, it's like the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, number two was hey, mentioned. Two. That. Whenever E Honda, hate this. <laughs> sumo champion attacks up to 100 target creatures, each get plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is the number of cards in your hand. Cool card. I wouldn't put it as the commander, but it fits in like an Arcades type of deck or a Doran yeah. deck and everything because. You're monocolored at that point. They should have had. He's the only one that's monocolored, which kind of sucks. That's true. <laughs> they should have thrown in another color to make it so that he, we could add a third wall commander or something, white and green or something. So you could, yeah, use, at least a, a two color yeah. would have been preferable. It's cool though. It's going in my Arcades deck because it's just, yeah. it's going to make my walls really kill at that point. So sweet. Love you, Honda. One of my favorite. And that, that's the thing. I guess we should talk about. This hits home for us because we both played this, right? I mean, you yeah. played, we played a shit ton of Street Fighter 2. Like, that was our big thing. And that's, yeah. I'm a little disappointed that the Fireball, the Hadouken, I, I wanted it to be M. Bison because I feel like he's also the face of Street Fighter. But For sure. For sure. Well, uh, apparently, also, they did announce Street Fighter 6. So the video game yeah. is coming out. That's, yeah. that's probably why they work together on this that's kind of cool uh i was just i don't know how the order you went so my first one was chung lee which she was my favorite character to play countless kicks uh one colorless white and a blue for a three three human soldier she has multi-kicker either white or blue so it's that hybrid uh Mm -hmm. when enters when she enters the battlefield exile up to x target instant cards in your graveyard where x is the number of times chung lee was kicked Put a kick counter on them. Lightning kick. The pointless text to it. Whenever Chung Lee attacks, copy each exiled card you own with a kick counter. You may cast those copies. This card's that's pretty nuts. sweet. No, this yeah, card's pretty so sweet. good. Because you could. I love that it's multi kicker. Yeah, because it's <laughs> Chung Lee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's being able to cast those over and over again. Like, yeah. this, this is going to be a really cool card. Well, I'm going to read my favorite card then, oh, or my favorite yours? character, which was Blanca. Guess. I was going to say Blanca, because you yeah. like Beast, and it's got to be Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, well, you guys, you would always be jumping around, kicking the shit out of me with uh, Chung Lee, and then, so I was, <laughs> as you're jumping, I'd be able to- <laughs> Just sit like, in a ball and electric Sit down and just- <laughs> Yeah. So Blanca, ferocious friend, uh, three and a green and a blue- and uh, it's a 5-5 five, five haste rolling attack. Uh, Blanca has trample as long as you've cast three or more spells this turn. And then whenever Blanca becomes the target of a spell, he gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. And he deals two damage to each opponent. God, this so, seems so much fun. Right? And so this, this seems... one seems really, really cool. You're going to build this, you were saying? Well, I'm not going to take it. I mean, I've built so many red green in the last you could year. Do, I, I'm, I'm, you are this is going you in 99. This is going in Calmax for me. Oh, I was going to say, you're not going to build this guy. No, no, I don't think so. I think it'd be fun, but it, it again, it'd be very similar to Calmax. And so I think it just fits into Calmax. Well, then I might build it. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, cause yeah, this could be, I don't know. No, 
Whenever he becomes a target of a spell, eh, this could easily have taken the place of Kaima because I could have gone auras and just target him. Could have. So I might not necessarily. Now it's just bump spells. Yeah, maybe it is just like instant stuff to do it. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, uh, this this seems like a really fun card. I like this guy. This seems like the best commander for like what we would like to do. I guess I don't know. There's some other good it. ones. Let's uh, the next one. I'm just going in the order. So Dalsum, pliable pacifist. I think He's I said sweet. everything right there. Two, a green and a white for a human monk. One, three with reach has teleport, which means Dalsum has hexproof unless he's attacking. Whenever a creature you control with reach attacks, untap it, and it can't be blocked by creatures with greater power than or power this combat. Uh, fierce punch, whenever one or more creatures you control deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So you're getting to draw when your things are hitting, but it's not for each. So if you're hitting with a lot but of it's, things. It's for each player, though. Right, so you could do to three players and so that's draw still three cards. pretty good. Yeah, this seems pretty cool. I, I don't know good. if I'd build with it, but it seems like a fun commander that easy ninety nine. Yeah. Easy ninety nine, if not commander. Okay, um, I'm gonna go with Guile, Sonic Soldier, America, America, America. <laughs> one and a blue and a red oh, and a white. You say one and America. Because that's what it is. True. All right. He's a human soldier. (laughs) Get it. Uh, It's 4-4. Whenever Guile enters the battlefield or attacks, put a charge counter on him or remove one from him. When you removed a counter this way, choose one. Guile Sonic Soldier deals four damage to any target. Guile Sonic Soldier gains lifelink and indestructible until end of turn. How did you not read the flavor text of... Sonic Boom, the not flavor, but the Sonic Boom and Flash there you Kick. Go. All right, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make this efficient, and uh, uh, I'm eh, it's a lot yeah. of work. It's a lot of work for three colors. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot going in. America, America. All right, yeah. we'll move on to the next one. Uh, Zangief, the Red Cyclone, two black, red, green for a human warrior. Seven four. It must be blocked. Mm-hmm. Iron Muscle, as long as it's your turn, he is indestructible. Yeah. Spinning Pile Drive. Whenever Zangief deals damage to a creature, if that creature was dealt excess damage this turn, that creature's controller sacrifices a non-creature, non-land permanent. That seems That's pretty sweet. interesting. That's buildable. Yeah. That's like a better Zergo Helm Smasher. Yeah. This one's this one seems fun. Uh do you have a uh do you have a preference between the uh Nah. I played either one. You would or you wouldn't? No. Go ahead. No, I play them both. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I'll go with uh, Ryu. Uh, World. You you say Ryu? No, it's Ryu. Yeah, come on now. I was like, (laughs) no, it's not Ryu. I know it's wrong. I I know it's not right, but it's Ryu because I'm still... I'm still in second grade reading this. Yes, it is Ryu. That's how we always said it. It was like, anybody that says it the other way is a commie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's not how, oh that's boy. Not how it works. That's not, how, that's not how language works. All right. It is a two and a white. It's a two four. It has training, which is a real mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whenever... 
A creature attacks with another creature with greater power. Put a 1-1 counter on Ryu. Uh, and then it also has Hadouken. Uh, Hadouken! Four, four colorless and a red. Untap it. Discard a card. Ryu deals damage equal to his power to any target. If access damage was dealt to a creature this turn or this way, draw a card. That deals damage sweet. to its power. Fuck. Okay. That's five, five to untap. That's yeah. That's really big that's for untapping. Ex- that's, I mean, if it was like, uh, like damage equal to the CMC of what you discarded, that then would be more interesting to me. Yeah, but it is a. I guess they'll see it coming. You could take out something that's either blocking it, or yeah. you could do spot removal. I don't know. And and, all right. it, and it, I guess it does get bigger as it attacks and stuff like yeah. that. So maybe that makes okay. All right, all right, it's a little better. Uh, then I have Ken Burning Brawler. This is two red and one colors for a human warrior. He has prowess, which is another mechanic. Whenever you cast a, cre- a non-creature spell, it gets one plus one till end of turn. Uh, you can do either red or white. He gains first strike until end of turn. He is also a four two. So it's Ryu is a two four and Ken is a four two. Yep. Uh, he has Shoruken. Whenever Ken deals damage, to, uh, deals combat damage, you may cast a sorcery spell from your hand with mana less than or equal to that damage without paying its mana cost. And it's whenever it deals combat damage. It's not even to a player. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting there. Yeah. I like that. And with the first strike, that means you can get a spell off before, uh, before the damage is dealt, dealt to him. damage. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I like that better than Ryu. Yeah, I think so too. Um I think these are all pretty fun. Like they, they yeah. seem like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Ihonda's the only one where I'm like, uh he's the only one that really you can't just have as your commander. It'd be tough to do that, don't you think? Unless you're just yeah, doing a bunch I of mean, white like, big butt things, but it's my Guile Guile's pretty meh as well. Yeah, I guess but, too. Okay, okay. But like there's a finance portion right now um this is these are new cards these are not skins they will eventually show up probably on the list or something is that what they were saying i think so but they won't be the street fighter stuff i thought i thought they'd have a different something to them or something i don't know i don't remember um go check that out we're too lazy (laughs) 40 dollars for non-foil 50 dollars for foils of these uh, you have eight of them plus a Hadouken, which is a lightning bolt. Yeah. The value is, it's there. I mean. For sure. You you look back at Stranger Things stuff. Uh, you look back at Walking Dead stuff. Now, granted, some of the Walking Dead stuff, Glenn was pretty, is pretty cheap. He's actually a little bit higher. Um, what's her name? Mich- Michonne? Michonne? Yeah, I Michonne. That's Michonne, Daryl's pretty cheap. I think those are the only two that are pretty cheap. Everything else kind of it ramps up there. Yeah, uh, the, eight to ten, and then Rick is like what forty? Yeah, something like that. I I think I have my Ricks on on uh, eBay for like forty five or fifty. Okay, uh, I'm pretty much. I actually no, I sold out of Lucille's and I sold out of uh, Negan. What's his nuts? Yeah, Negan's. So those two made up the the whole thing. So here you have eight cards plus a a lightning bolt. The lightning bolt, you're probably going to get 24 
at some point. I can believe it. These are these are no brainers. I mean, they're the lowest that any of these will be. There's is a probably ton of 10. nostalgia with yes with this, which I think is different than a current show, right? Because this hits to a lot of magic play, like people our age. Yep. Which is when like this is the heart of when magic like you know started and stuff it hits our our group a lot and mm-hmm. it hits even older groups or younger groups i should say older is in whatever um people know street fighter everybody knows street fighter yeah and i think these are going to sell like crazy i had 10 to tw- tw- 10 to 30 dollars per card depends on which ones there's going to be ones that are certain that are going to be stronger so this is just an easy easy and that's the thing i think this is the yeah. one that i like the most because it's gonna sell by itself because of the street fighter aspect to it yeah um what do you think with i this is something that i i want i want to yeah <laughs> and so yeah i can see this being a two on the on either yeah. probably yep um well worth One it thing and cool. we should mention, too, is now with the bundles. <clears throat> so there are three bundles. There's the non-foil bundle, which is $188, or it's basically $190. Um, that gets you everything but that will, the Neon Dynasty ones that are in the Neon Foil printing, because that's the only one that only printing there so it's the showcase neon dynasty so you get what is that four five six seven different ones including the street fighter that's a okay my where i'm angling towards is the full foil bundles those are 278 so basically 280 and you get all eight of the things including um the street fighter thing then you can get the bundle bundle which is all non-foil and foil that's for four twenty eight ninety nine. I think your best bet, if you're wanting to get everything, obviously, go for the foils is yeah. where I'm I'm leaning towards. Yeah, I think what my my preference of what I'm probably going to do is getting a bundle, and then my first inclination is to go for multiple foil bundles because of the lack of foil printings on a lot of these uh, drops and then getting the Street Fighter. Um, so I might still do that, but then I think I would double up <clears throat> or get a little extra on the Street Fighter and maybe that land one that we talked about. Yeah, and so that's where my problems come in when they, they put a land in there that I want because I'm going to want the foil ones on this is going to look crazy, crazy good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to want either like if I buy four of them, that means that it fits into one deck. And if I get six, it, it'd be able to go into two. Cause I, I do six and six for two colored yeah. decks and then four of the three mm-hmm. in three colors. So, you know, that's, uh, math and stuff but um <laughs> but you know when you're talking about that Podcast like if math. if i'm if i'm talking about spending two hundred dollars like i was saying like we're, we're talking 160 to 240 on this range then i'm going to be really picky on the others like i don't want to buy the bundle because of that unless mm-hmm. like i go through and actually go like okay i do want this i do want this i do want this Maybe it's get a bundle and get three on top of that, and then I'll just be fucking be done. Good. You know, yeah. I don't, 
I'm not looking to spend 500 bucks on this, but I might. And I, but this is, <laughs> this is where the break points come in. If you were selling, right. You know, you're then you can just at, be like, yeah, I'm just looking, looking bare bones. I don't want to move any of the stuff. I just want to kind of like yeah. have it. You want it in your collection. And that's the difference here too, yeah. is my purchase is I love those lands but they're not going in a deck. They're going right into my binder as my collect. Gotcha. That's my collector gotcha. part of it. And then everything else is sell, sell, sell. Uh, Cause to me, and this is where we're going to go back and forth because yeah. you have been always like against the basics foils, except for lately you've been the other way. Whereas I love the basics, but I never use them. Like I don't use the Godzilla ones. I don't use, yeah. I use the ones that come out of like the standard sets or the, you know, modern like unsets. Yeah. Mainly the unsets are my favorites. The ones that I can get a lot of them for cheap, you know, not cheap. <clears throat> no, it's cheap. I mean, it's cheap in comparison. I was just talking about spending this. $200 on basic lands. <laughs> right. And I went out and That's got I full. I got the full art foils for Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. I got four of for each, yeah. and I spent fucking twenty thirty bucks. <laughs> right. So that's why that's why I think it's really funny because I'm the one that's like love basics, love it, yeah. love it, and you're like fuck it, you don't need basics. But in this, you're like, oh yeah, these look fantastic. I'll spend this because I want them. For, I like, want them for a deck for sure. But yeah. this is, and I'm like, I'll spend that money, but I'm going to sell four of them, and I'm going to keep one of them for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is this is where like we, we're going to start working we're our getting way into the next section. Yeah, let's okay. let's start going there. So I I do think so what you're talking we're done about with this is for sure right. Secret. Sorry, I just had to do it. I mean, you just made the button. I totally understand why you want to use it. Shh. Okay, so okay, I I think the breakpoint is a really good idea. It's a good thing for sure. And um, I should be doing it. I don't think... Um, cash is king, like, all the time, right? And if you're able to move this kind of stuff, you get cash back and you can do whatever you want with that cash. You Mm -hmm. decide to put it into cards and then you also split it off and you're doing, you know, your kid's college fund, but it also Mm -hmm. doesn't have to go back into magic. And, and I think that's really important. And when it comes to what I do with trading is that just, it essentially has to go back into magic. Because it's trading for trading for other cards and yep. it stays in it. Yeah. Yep. And so I'm never getting that cash back out. That and I think that is kind of problematic. I've been trying to change my thinking in this regard because I do think, you know, putting in if I if I just sat down and I bought the two hundred and forty dollars, like six different, you know, sets of the synth wave, I could probably turn around and make five hundred bucks on that. You know for what sure. I mean? I, I can easily see that happening. And I don't know why I'm not doing it because right now I'm going like, hell, that's that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. And so But you're not in the you're not the only person though, because yeah, yeah. it's it's happening like uh well Gwen is the one that brought this up, this topic of yeah. seller's remorse. And we're gonna kind of get to that in a second. But there's a lot of people like Jacuzzi is he's is gone now because he's out of the country, but he's 
when he gets back, I've been helping him with like eBay stuff, getting him set up to do it. It is nerve wracking. It's like, there's a lot that goes into it. Should I go to TCG? Should I sell on eBay? Should I do this? It, it feels overwhelming until you get started. And that's the thing that I was telling Jacuzzi. I was like, once you get that first listing up, then everything else is templated. Then like my, it takes me two minutes to get a listing up because I just have to change the name. I have to change if it's a foil, non-foil, the set. And then I go into my description and I've already copied it from a previous listing. So I, all I do is I find my other listing that's mm-hmm. like it and I go sell similar. And so it saves everything that I have in there. And eBay is getting, you know, it's technology. As soon as you change the title of it, then you start scrolling down and it's like, do you want to change this, this, and that in your listing? And it does it for you. You just click, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And then all you have to change is your description. Yeah. So that's the part I know that gets scary for people is like, how do I set the, like, there's like an anxiety of starting yes. things. It is. There it absolutely is. is. Yeah. And, um, and I'll say, I'll, I'll admit to, I get behind on listing some things sometimes because even though it only takes three minutes. Yeah. Normally I don't just like list one thing. Normally it's like, like, uh, there's a stack of cards over here that I need to list. One, the reason why I'm not listing it, I'll get the, Oh, good for you button. Is I'm at my max of 250 listings. And oh, so, good for you. <laughs> thank you. So I'm waiting for things to sell. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that's another aspect we got to talk about too. Oh, that's the, good that's, for you. That's the seller's remorse part. That, there there is that, a I'll lot that, that can go into this idea. And so we're, we're going to ramble here. Sorry if that bothers you, yeah, but this is, this is going to be a lot there of information. Is no structure in this damn podcast. <clears throat> yep. If you've been listening to us for 210 episodes and you're expecting us to have this down to a science, no, we're going all over the place and then we're going to come <clears throat> right back to what we're okay. talking about. Because understand what we're trying to do here. We're trying to give you hints and tips on how to succeed with what's going on. And we're going, we're trying to get you through this emotional angst and Again, remorse and all this stuff. So right now we're just talking about getting started. Mm-hmm. And and Adam has uh, videos on YouTube about how to, you know, ship cards, how to make, yeah. you know, That's a big do some right of there. stuff. If you become, you know, we're, we're always willing to help. I don't do eBay, so I can't really help you, but let's inundate Adam because well, he doesn't have but, enough to do already. Yeah. <laughs> but Cardsphere, you, you get yeah. a lot of questions on Cardsphere stuff, yep. and that's... And that's, that's, another, that's, another that's another part of just starting out. something new. And so yeah. you need to realize that is something that you need to address. And that's something I, I think, okay. I don't like the argument of pull yourself up by the bootstraps, but this is kind of that part. This is where it's just kind of like, okay, pull them up. Let's do it. All yeah. you got to do is just do it. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, there, there are points where like, um, when I'm doing uh, property maintenance and I'm just going, I have never dealt with this shit before. I need, you know, I need to sit down and learn it. I need to sit down, you know, look up some YouTube videos. I need to talk with people that I know have dealt with it. And, and then once you go through and do the work, do the footwork and, and do as much as you can before you get there, you're, you're less anxious yeah, you know, there it, it's not as overwhelming, and sometimes you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" This isn't what everybody was telling me about, and then you got to figure it out from there too. Well, and but, it's to relate that to the podcast stuff. There's yeah. a lot of things that we do here that you've in the last year you've seen us advance. If you're watching us on YouTube, we've yeah. advanced in 
what we're doing. And that's the thing is like, it probably would happen sooner, but we kind of procrastinate with it. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, I don't. How long did we talk we about that? TikTok for? Like four months. We're like, we should really get on there. <laughs> but there's there is definitely that ang- like it's an anxiety of starting something new. And if you can get over that for just selling cards on eBay, you can apply those ideas and that feelings towards a lot of things in life mm-hmm. as well. So this isn't just for selling cards either. It's applying it to other you know beyond magic cards. Yeah, but. Making money helps. Right. Right. Pays for your magic cards. <laughs> yeah. Make it's an expensive hobby. If you can it make is. it cheaper, make it cheaper. For sure. And that's the point of the the whole secret layer. The secret layer is giving you money on like it's giving this to you guys. <laughs> like all you guys mm-hmm. gotta do is uh, don't don't go and take your 401k and spend it all. I mean you could. Absolutely. But don't. Um, do not. But any investment money maybe put some into this and like i i've i've said this multiple times i say it on the discord all the time i don't know much i've said it on the cast i know i've said it these secret layers they hit their value at 10 to 16 months and you start that's when then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you'll start to see the prices hit to where you want them to be where you're going to mm-hmm. start making money off of them these are fucking gold <laughs> they're giving right. you money yep. right here yep. at this, at this okay. point so like We understand that there's this starting up anxiety and you can talk with people that have done it or doing it. And that is, that's going to be really helpful. YouTube videos, try and understand what you're going to be doing and try and do a good job. I think trading could be a a first step and stepping stone on how to talk with people online. Be like, Hey, I'm going to send you this. If they don't like the product, you're starting to learn how that kind of stuff. Like, Hey, this is nicked up. This isn't good enough. Like, okay. Maybe that's not going to be good for selling. And, you know, there are there are tips and tricks that you can learn there, too. Now, now do we want to hit the seller's remorse stuff or? Yeah, I think I think it's more. OK. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go, no, you go. go How for about it. let's let, let me tell that story. I was going to um, I was talking with Poyos over on the exiled. Was like that two, the story about ago. what you wanted me to remind you on? Yeah. 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 OK. <laughs> I'm going to bring this up right now. So they were kind of um, talking about specs and stuff like that. And I try and give as much as good of information as I can. And they, they were telling the story that they saw on Reddit of this dude had a stack of Ugans. And I don't know when they, the person bought in, but Ugans almost always been a 20 plus dollar card. Um, Printed and fate reforged. And, and they were, I was uh, they were like, this guy got screwed when they reprinted an M20, M21, one of those. And I was like, no, he shouldn't have. Yeah. Like, you should have no, like, not saying that you can speculate on when, like, time, timing the market's really hard to know when they're going to reprint something and, and stuff like that. Like, you can speculate on that kind of stuff a little bit, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's. But it's more, you should be watching the market. And I, and I took a picture, go and look at, you can, MTG Stocks is a great resource. Go and yep. check that place out. And I pointed out, you know, um, you can look at the graph and this, this person, um, it peaked two years before the reprints in M20 Mm -hmm. and it got up to $80 and you start seeing that trend down because it was really popular and modern. And then they started reprinting some stuff in like modern horizons that is going to beat against, uh, Tron decks and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And so it's popularity, popularity was waning and he has yeah. a stack. He, he probably, you know, he has like 500 to a thousand dollars just sitting there 
and it he moved nothing. And that's that part of like seller's remorse that he was going, this card's really good. It's going to go up. Yeah. It shouldn't be going down. It should go up. And specking on cards always matters on when you buy in. Right. If he bought at the top, if he bought at 80, of course yeah. you're going to be like, I don't want to spe- send it or sell it at 60. Yeah. But if you bought it right when it came out, when it was like 20, 30, 40, and it doubled up, this is why we talk about like doubling and tripling up. Mm-hmm. We have when certain cards hit certain prices, you know, if it doubles and triples up from when you bought it, no matter what the price is, you're making money. Right. You don't need to hit, you don't need to be at the the top of that peak. Yeah. You don't know when that top of that peak is going to be. It's just like saying, take it like I do real estate, trying to figure out, oh, should I, should I sell my house now or should I sell it now? I fucking sold my house two years ago and made double back of what we paid for it. Mm -hmm. Oh, good for me. They literally just sold their, our old house two years later and made an additional 45,000 off of it. No, wait, 35,000 off of it in two years. Am I kicking myself that I didn't hold? No, because the thing is, is I still made my money off of it. I don't need to be, they don't need to, as I sell it to them, it tank and now my house is yep. my old house is worth fifty thousand less than what I bought it for. That that actually feels bad if you kind of. It's not duping. No, I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't feel bad. But you know what yeah. I'm saying. But I also don't feel bad that I have thought of I'm like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, self worth. But I'm like, we still made double off of what we paid yep. for that house. Yep, yep, yep. Same thing with magic and with the specs and everything like that. But the biggest thing with us. And I know you do the same thing. And I, that's when we started specking my, and I've said this before and I'm saying it probably for the 10th time is my goal. When we first started doing this was to get the card that I want. I getting it for free. Mm-hmm. So my specs pay for that card and I walk away and I got a free magic card out of it. That was yeah. always what my goal was. And then I started realizing, Hey, we're, we're kind of good at this. We, we kind of know what commander, you know, we know commander. And so yeah. we got to know what's going to yeah. go up what needs to be printed more. And so then it turned into, I want that card for free, but I also want to make money so that I can buy now the next spec. And it goes mm-hmm. into the next one. Um, the thing is, is like one of the, the things that I will give an example of with the secret layer stuff is kaleidoscope, kaleidoscope killers. That was the the very first secret layer of all the mm-hmm. all the ones and, that came. And you went pretty deep dark. on that. Yep, I made money off of that one. I sold the cards, and then I bought into more secret layers, and then since then I bought into more secret. Layers, you know, gone down the road. Each ones have paid for the other ones. Mm-hmm. I sold my Ur Dragons for like twenty dollars a piece. What are those going for right now? I think they're I think like they're forty fifty. Yeah. So, am I? I know they're that price, but I don't yeah, feel yeah. bad. My spec that twenty dollar. Ur Dragon has already probably bought me how many more secret layer stuff. Yeah. I still have my copy. I'm happy. And I don't yeah. know if that's maybe because of the, um, we do proxies. And so I feel better about it. Like, I, cause yeah. it's a collector part of it. It's not going in necessarily a deck. Yeah. And so like, let's, let's address sellers remorse specifically. If you're selling cards, is it, are you, Timing the market is essentially impossible, right? Mm-hmm. 
you can try and sell into a spike, but there's a lot of people that know that they don't want to really buy into the spike. So it is, it's a feeding frenzy at that point, And you, oh, you need to crazy. be really on top of your shit. Yep. Right. <laughs> and, but don't also don't feel bad about like waiting. If you know what's going on, if you understand why that spike is happening and you're going, it's, I can, I can put it here. Let's have you talk about like Parhelion two that just happened. Yep. So, uh, with that, <laughs> that one, and it's like what you're talking about the spikes and everything. Yeah. The spike happens and it's now the set has been released and now the car. I, so I bought those all for $3, you know, when realized the, the vehicle commander that isn't going to stay up there that long. That sucker is going to nope. come back down to $8, but sorry, excuse me. I sold all, I think five of them for $18 a piece. And I went up to 20, I think it was at like 25. Yeah. And then yeah. prices were coming in underneath me. And I was like, this isn't going to hold. I need to be the low. This needs to be dumped as soon as possible. So then that's what happens. That's the hard part with spikes is yeah, it's spiked up to that, but it doesn't stay there that long. What the no. spike is when you always drop, they will come down and they come down quick. And so if you're doing something that's the, the hot now, which is what uh, Kamigawa is right now and the vehicles mm-hmm. and um, shrines and everything like that, you need to get those out of there because their plateau is going to, that's going to be an $8 card. It's still yep. higher than I bought it, which is good. Yep. But if you're trying to make the most money and you're on top of it, you need to get your prices really quick, get them yep. sold, get them moved. And so um, that's, that's something when it's like, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't, if, if you're new to selling and you're not like trading or anything, I wouldn't chase spikes. Yeah. Nope. nope. I would, I would hold long term, and, and just go, this is, this is a really solid card. And so seller's remorse, I think comes into play when you don't have a plan, mm-hmm. have a plan for what you're doing. And like we were saying, if you make, make your money, go two to three times and once you get there you're going let the next person make their money right there's nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah because you'll you never <laughs> you'll never hit it at the peak you it, you might get one out of like a hundred cards when you get mm. and that's going to feel fantastic but average wise it's not going to work for you uh side note to that to help yourself feel better about it Keep either like a spreadsheet or keep the price of what you bought the card for and whatever on the on a sleeve or whatever you have the cards in so that you can you know, hey, I bought this card for three dollars and I ended up selling it for ten. Oh, yeah, it went up to twenty. I still sold it for fucking ten dollars. I made Mm -hmm. I made I had a good spec. It hit. Yeah, I kept going up or whatever later, but I still I made I did a good thing. I I had a good call on yep. something and in seeing that and I have a spreadsheet. That's how I keep track of everything I do. Uh anything that once I sell out of the card, I move it into like I look look back at my hits and everything like that. So yep. I have a completed sales and all that stuff. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it is to but start, I, but I understand. It, it's, it's it's exactly what you're saying with this to start the spreadsheet, it's a lot of work, but once mm-hmm. you have, and it's like, <laughs> we're just getting to everything. It's like yeah, organizing magic cards. And this is what I tell like, cause we have a lot of new players that have joined our groups, you know, our play, yeah. our play group and they're buying cards and all that stuff. And my biggest advice to them is like, 
stay on top of being organized with it. Because the thing is, yep. is magic cards sets come out, you keep buying stuff and your piles get bigger and bigger. And if you don't put them away, you're going to get buried in it. Like Scrooge right. McDuck. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, you'll be fucking swimming. Totally true. Yep. <laughs> like, and so that's, that's one of the big things with that is just have a system. Once you get it started, like the, the spreadsheet, yes, it starts out with a lot of work, but once you're on top of it, totally fine but there are apps that you can keep track of we've talked about that too before dragon shield does a good app with that i think another thing that we have talked about multiple times throughout our time with the podcast but also it mixes in with proxies but keep one of whatever card you're selling just because if you sell out and then it does go up then you're like shit i actually need this for a deck that is a that's a real feel bad so as long as you have one and if you need proxies of it, you know, start talking about proxies with your play group. If you don't have that, try and work that in there. And if not, then just be fine with the one, then you won't feel so bad. Right. Can we trans- transition into buyer's remorse here? When does the buyer's remorse come in? Buyer's <laughs> remorse comes in when you buy a card really high and then it gets reprinted and cut in half. Oh, fucking Atali. No, <laughs> no, you just got fucked because it was they printed reprinted it three, three times. times in the next six months. <laughs> but, okay, so buyer's remorse is a real thing. People fucking hate it. And um, here, here's, there's two, there's reasons why this happens. And you need to figure out why they happen. And they could be different, but this is how I see it, is when you're going... I need this for a deck, mm-hmm. be it Snapcaster Mage or Tarmogoyf or, you know, those really expensive cards. You're like, I need this for a deck and you go and buy it. You don't care where, when it was reprinted, if it's been reprinted, you just go, I'm getting it now. And then six months later, it's reprinted and you're like, shit, it just got cut in half. If I had just waited, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset that you actually need to hold all the time. Is just going, I don't, unless, you know, unless you're tournament play, but we're, we're EDH, we're, we're commander. You don't right. need anything. You can, you can have a card not be as good. A lot of cards have replacements and I, I suggest buy into reprints. Right. It's. You know, when Snapcaster Mage or Liliana the Veil or any of these master sets come out and they're going, cards are tanking, buy. Right. Buy the shit out of what you need and what you want. It doesn't matter if you want it and, for a deck or need it for a deck. Just go, this is a card I don't have. This is the cheapest it's going to be we've that mentioned I that know. So many times yep. when a set comes out, a lot of times with rotation, we do that yep. too. And yep. then uh, normally, what is our, what? Two months after a card has been or a set has come out is yeah. normally when the it's buy becoming, is when we're talking yeah, about. Yep. All of these things help you deal mm. with buyer's remorse. It's about like because buyer's remorse is buying right now. Kamigawa cards right now are just in general across the board, not talking talking about anything specific, is higher than it's going to be two months from now. Right. So wait a little bit on Kamigawa. Wait, this all helps you manage your money. This Mm -hmm. all helps you not feel bad about buying cards nearly as much. Don't buy collector booster boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, what I'm doing is I'm going through the cards that are under a dollar and I'm buying. That's what I'm buying. 
Mm-hmm. Because if so, if a card goes from seventy five cents or fifty cents down to thirty five cents, because that's generally the cheapest you can get rares at, is I'm I'm not gonna feel awful about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I lost fifty cents, big whoop. Right. But if you go and buy the hottest shit, and and after rotation it drops from you know if Meat Hook Massacre goes from forty dollars down to twenty dollars, you're gonna feel like shit about that. Yep, that's why I haven't picked it up yet. And you're you're yeah, I I did with. Card or with cards, yeah, and that's what I'm trying to get is, yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't have to patience, have some patience, Mm -hmm. don't need anything right now. Buy for when it's a good price, not for when you're building a deck. Because I know a lot of people just do huge orders when they build a deck, yeah, and that's the part I, of gaining am, a collection is just buying when you think it's a good price versus buying when you need it for the deck. And I think buying when you need it, for I am the a deck little guilty a of lot. that. Like, yeah. uh, I, I told you with, I bought, um, the big buy for, uh, Kaima was Argothian Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be in the commander deck. <laughs> it wasn't going to be, it wasn't there. going to be, in. but I waited. That, that's exactly what you're saying there though, is, yeah. The, in my head, there was a chance that it either was going to show up in that deck or in the list or something after. And so I waited until I saw what was in that deck. And then I was like, okay, it's not there. I'm buying it now. It's going to get reprinted at some point. It will. Probably in a secret layer. It's It's, it's been probably... quite some time at this point. Like yeah, it was Eternal Masters. Time. I and at that point when that was reprinted within the first couple months, I picked up a foil version of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that oh, was like, oh, good for yeah, you. It was twenty bucks. It was twenty oh, bucks. Oh man, see, and I spent, I, I spent. Oh, uh, good for you. Thirty five on it to get it. So yeah, you you got me. But what here here's a here's a a little pro tip I guess there is, and I'm not a pro. I don't know why I said pro tip. Here's a tip. Here's just the tip. Just the tips. Um, I went for the old border, the old version, because mm. even if it gets reprinted, when it gets reprinted, yep. the old border is still going to be superior in my eyes. To they hold, nostalgic. they hold value pretty well. Yeah. The older so I versions. bought a near mint version of that in the old border. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have gotten a foil for about the same price, but I went with the old border instead. And so, so I mean, and all of these things like all come with experience and knowledge. Like you're saying something and going, yep, yep, totally agree. And mm. other people going, what? That's mm. a thing. Like these are things when you pay attention, that's, and it's not even paying attention. Like I, I look at MTG stocks daily. Yeah. I, you know, I'm pricing out. I'm, I'm able to look at my cards and my, I'm trading, you know, a lot of cards. And I know those prices that are going for them when people are asking. And then I go, eh, yes or no. Or, you know, always making those decisions just because I have that active trade binder or, you know, if you're not doing these things, you're going to make a bunch of mistakes and you'll make a bunch of mistakes at the beginning either way. But the more you do it, the less likely you're going to buy 200 of whatever tutor we fucking bought from. <laughs> Don't bring what does it call it? What does it call it? The right gate watch. Yeah. Over the, the gate watch. Yeah. Yep. We made, we, <laughs> We've, I have, so, okay, again, I have 300 copies of that card. I have, I have 50. (laughs) That's the most of any card I have. It 
It went up when uh, War of the Spark came out. Yeah, but it was really you couldn't move it. It was real hard to move. Okay, and so this is this is a little bit of um, you know, me and Adam do these things differently. Mm. And Adam is into secret layers right now, as we talked about. And I still dabble in like the penny stocks. Mm -hmm. I go like I go through and I find the commons and uncommons that are worth you know fifty cents to a dollar and. They're in bulk bins and I can get them for 10 to 20 cents a piece. And then I expect them, you know, even if they're a dollar, I could flip those as quick as I could and then make some money on it. Like we were talking about, but you know, you're, you're talking maybe 20, 30 cents there. That's not nearly enough. But if I can flip it for like $3, which is generally what I aim for, like there's nothing wrong with that. And I can do a couple of those within a trade, like two or $3 trade stuff away for five to six it's smaller and you're increments. Trading, you're trading with other things typically. It isn't yep. just that card, right? Yeah. And that that's the harder part with the selling part. And I'm that part is selling that. that some it, that's not worth cents. your time when, no, when you're when yeah. you're selling something at two three bucks. And for or some even. odd reason, eBay things under like eight dollars, they charge twenty percent fees, Oof. and then you got the shipping and all that stuff, and then you end up being like. Oh, I made like 50 cents. So I doubled my, my 30 cents, which is that really worth it on one card that I'm sending out? It's no. good when you're doing like a trade where you're in control of like, okay, I'm I'm willing to send all these out or a buy list. A buy list mm-hmm. is another buy good is avenue. We've talked about that before. And so um, these are these are things that we t- we have talked about over the years at this mm-hmm. point. And all of these can be applied to not only buyers or sellers remorse or anxiety towards what's going on. You know, these can be applied to a lot of different ways and we've just found that they work for us. Now you can find things that work for you as well. We're, we're just kind of saying just like start. Right. And oh, that sounded really uh heartwarming for some reason. <laughs> I don't know just, why it's just, it, just it, 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 it was meant to be like, get off your ass and do some shit. <laughs> so you don't feel bad about yourself. Cause feeling bad sucks. It does. Yeah. And I so mean, either, either, you know, don't worry about it either. Cause that's the other thing that you can do with buyer's remorse is I got the card. It didn't matter when I was going to buy it. I'm not going to sell it. So it doesn't matter yeah. how the prices fluctuate. It's fine. I got the card. That's what I wanted. You can have that mentality and mindset as well. That's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's what, a lot of how you feel is how is on you. And that's kind of what we're addressing right now with your feelings and your emotions. We're trying to give you technical hints and tricks, yeah. but that might not help you feel better either. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things when I was, uh, I can't remember it now anymore, but when I was, so this isn't going to be as smooth as what the professor said, but when I was, trying to figure out how to be a teacher, they said, you know, it was something along the lines of like, kids aren't doing things personally. So how kids act in a class is how you handle it. You can get stressed out. You can yell. You can be like a total asshole to your class, but that's on you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can also turn around and try and have those kids smile, crack jokes, you, you know, you can, if somebody does something wrong in your class or to you, you can either be a smart ass or an asshole or 
you know, turn the other cheek or, you know, there's so many different ways that you can react. And if you allow yourself to make emotional decisions, it's never going to, you're almost never going to feel like you did the right thing. Yeah. So have a plan. You know, that's what we're saying. Have a plan. Try and act the same way in certain situations and, and have a plan on how you're going to act when somebody mm-hmm. treats you like shit. You know, these, these things can be applied to life. And Look so this given life advice, here. What we're trying, you know, it's not <laughs> just about money, but it's about emotions. And a lot of people work, you know, I think Bruce Lee has some sayings about emotions and stuff like that. Like, okay, don't let you're them quoting you. teachers and Bruce Lee and what's next, buddy. <laughs> I, I, you know, I watch a lot of TikTok. So. <laughs> but, but I mean, there's, have control of yourself and you'll have control of your surroundings, your emotions yeah. and, and do the best with it. Now, like all this stuff, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit that can happen too, but you know, if, if you need advice with some of the going back to the selling stuff, we're always here. I mean, yeah. we respond. We're not big enough where we don't respond yet. (laughs) We respond to everything. And if we don't respond to you, then we missed it. (laughs) Yes, that's absolutely true. And then we apologize later. Um, To to get back, like to kind of hit the the secret layer and the the financing stuff. The one thing with the secret layer stuff is they're this is why I like it so much is it doesn't feel like where's the spike because there isn't a spike with secret layer. What happens with secret is exactly what Lowry just did with his hand, but all you guys that are listening, it's nope, not jerking off. It is, (laughs) it is on a continuous rise because it is like a pseudo, um, reserve list. And these cards aren't being printed again. You're not seeing this art again, and all it is going to do is over time. If you don't want to sell now, just hold it then. Wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've said that to you before. I was like, the cool thing about the secret layers, I have a lot of them that I haven't even listed because I have to. I either have to up my eBay account to $15 a month uh, to be able to list 500 things or stay at the $5 level and just wait as things sell and then list things. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've chose because it's already taking a lot of my time right now with the podcast and everything like that, yeah. but I'm not concerned because all that's happening is the price is going up on these. So why we keep having secret layer as part of our discussion and always have it as part of our podcast is Important. these are good, good value in this. And if you're worried about selling, you can wait a little bit on these. You haven't done any trades on these yet. Have you on card sphere? No, I, um, as of right now, all of the extras are still in their box. I haven't even cracked them. They're just sitting right, right there. back there. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, there is no panic to that. It isn't like, yeah. oh shit. Uh, did that one spike yet? Uh, did one, oh, is that one already going down? Like, even if they get reprinted, it's not going to affect the secret, secret layers at almost, all. Almost forgot about this. Cause we talked about this on the discord today too, but, and we've said this on the cast as well here, but one way to have that um like that structure of like this is what i'm okay selling this card at is what you do with your secret layers is you go i'm cool if i sell this card at 20 30 whatever number you're comfortable with on whatever card it is and let it sit especially especially with secret layer yep that is a very different thing that i started in the last probably six or 10 months or whatever is 
um, doing the break point. And if you're watching on YouTube, this is the, like how I do it. I go through, here's my list of everything, yeah. all the cards breaking it down. And I pick out what the current non foils are and what the current foils are. And then when I get the card, I go, this is where I'm comfortable. I think that this card should be at this price mm -hmm. at some point. And I list it and I just put it up there and yep. I know I'm not the lowest. The Praetors, Vorinclex, dude, I have those at $45. I, you can buy those, I think, for still under $20. Mm -hmm. They're going to mm -hmm. get to 40 or $45. It might take a while. You, I'm not getting charged because they're up on eBay. They yep. just sit there until the price hits. And I don't, you don't ever list your full amount. You list like two or three. Because if you go, point as well. oh, yeah, I have 30 copies. Well, then it floods the market and people are like, well, I have time to wait. Yeah. And, and I yeah. can buy this at a different time. But if you only show two. Um, and that, that allows you to potentially ride a spike or adjust your prices later on and stuff like that's that. That's the well. biggest thing is and once so, those two sell, you go, all right. Now I'm going to raise it a little bit. You know, there's a spike happening yeah. or whatever. And so bring this back to the Ugin story. Um, mm. The person was making emotional decisions. They didn't have a plan on when they wanted to get out of the Ugins. You know, again, I don't know when they bought in, but if, you know, if it hits a peak like 80 and it was a slow rise right. and then it was a slow go down and it continues to go down. If you're paying attention to that big of a spec, you should be going like, okay, I think this is the time to get out rather than it'll come back. It'll come back. <laughs> right. It's, it's again, it hit this, 80 once. It's got to come back when it's, you got to think of this like a business. You know what I mean? It's not an emotional, like, oh, I can, I can make more. I could do better mm -hmm. with this. I, you know, it's, it's, this is when I want to get out. This yeah. is this is the plan that I want to get out. I'll make solid money on this. And again, if they bought it too high of a price, then they made a mistake. And that's where I buy, you know, I'm down in the penny stocks. If I make a mistake, it's a $5 mistake. Yeah, and then if I win, I, you know, I made 30 bucks. Right. And I'm able to, you know, it's kind of a hobby of mine. I enjoy going through the bulk. So I'm not expecting everybody to do that thing either. But I, that's something that I enjoy. And so it's kind of like mind not numbing, uh, soothing for you. You just sit there, yeah. flick through cards. Yeah, it's it absolutely, it's meditative for me to yeah, kind of go and do that. And, and so, but like I can use the example, like my trades, Cardsphere says that I have eight to 10,000 sitting there waiting to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And that's and I can I can tell you I've spent maybe a thousand dollars on those cards. That's crazy. That's that's just all ten twenty cent bulk that I bought. Mm. And so and I and I've you know some of the stuff has changed a little bit as well, but um and not all of it people want. You know what I right. mean? I a fraction of it. I can maybe move two hundred on cards for pretty easy and go through Card Kingdom and maybe move another five or six hundred. And that's just a fraction of what it is, but that is what it, that's what you can move. So that's that's understanding what you can move as well versus what you have in value. Yeah. And then, you know, you get more experience, and you go, I've I've had this card at three to five dollars forever, and nobody's wanted it, but somebody wants it at 70 percent. I'm willing to send it for that. That's cheaper than what I normally do. 
and then you know to move it because people don't normally want it. And you're just like, okay, somebody wants it, get rid of it. Yeah. But that's, you got to be paying attention. If that's not something that you're interested in either, like I think secret layers are an easy, they're an easy, they're way, to easy do it. way to do it. Easy way to do it. And you just list a few cards with that, yeah. sell them. Sit and on then it they for six for months and then one. price yeah. it out for what you want and then eventually sell it. Probably. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, so that this was is be our... like double own segment there, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you're like, maybe this could be its own uh, like segment. I was like, no, dude, let's just we'll wrap it into the secret <laughs> layer. It won't go that long. Yeah. It's uh, twice oh, as long. Two as hours now. Right. <laughs> oh, we still have to do this. I'm oh. so sorry. Excuse but me. not. I believe you have my I'm stapler. Not. I'm not too sorry about that. <laughs> Staple Oh, right. If you guys don't know how this game works, we are going to go through two cards that may or may not be staples. And we're going to argue one side or the other. And you guys have to decide the deck that it is in. There is only one spot left, so we are assuming that it is whatever colors we're talking about. You guys have to decide what makes it in that last spot. Last week, we had Faithless Looting against Ponder, and all uh, Truth Meter, everything. Where do you think that ended up, Lowry? Um, I did see the Twitter poll, and I was super surprised that Faithless Looting won that. I I think... Ponder's probably the better card. So we'll, we'll start with the Twitter. Twitter won 57% of the vote to 43%. 56% of the vote on YouTube went to Faithless Looting as well. Wow. Yes, I know. So it's pretty similar to what Twitter. But the good old Discord went 50-50. <laughs> and so Faithless Looting... Pulls out the win. I'm so I'm actually really surprised. Fifty five percent. So it's pretty close though. Fifty five percent to forty five percent for Be- people like graveyard sh- shenanigans. That's what I would say. But it's That's- fucking red. It's okay. <laughs> All right, what it's do we okay. have for this week's? What what's our uh, two cards we're dealing right. with this week? Boros charm. Boo. What do you mean? What do you mean? Okay. It is a red and a white. It's an instant. And then you can choose so one colors, of right? multiple. Yeah. Okay. That's not right. Okay. Boros Charm deals. You can choose one. Boros Charm deals four damage to target player or planeswalker. Oh, that, that makes a lot of difference in fucking commander, right? Permanent or permanence you control gain indestructible intel end of turn. Okay. That's pretty decent. Or target creature gains double strike intel end of turn. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What is, do not downplay this. Okay. Yeah. This here. So uh, uh, my card, hang on a yeah. second. What's hang on a second. Heroic intervention. Heroic intervention. So I'm going to point this out. Yeah. This is a green card. Lowry's yeah. was a white and red card. Yes. So we are playing a three color deck at this point. Yeah. All right. So yeah. let, let's just point yep. that out. We are. Mine only requires one color. So just yep. green to cast this. Mm-hmm. And it is the same casting cost, a green and a colorless. Yes. So I just need one green. This is true. Instant. Permanence you control gain not only indestructible, but hexproof. So they yeah. cannot be targeted. I mean by your opponent's stuff. I would I don't think need that's choices. good. I just protect my shit. I would that's think that's good. But okay, so understand this. Normally they make 
better cards, harder to cast just because oh, of fairness. <laughs> and that's what is going on with Boros Charm oh, here. What it is, is on the two worst colors in fucking magic. It's on red and white. And then I have the green card, which is the best all, color in magic. All permanence. You control a gain indestructible on 10 a turn. It can do heroic intervention pretty good. It has uh, a, it has a, it does a half, pretty good. It's a half heroic It's the important part. Oh, it's, it's half important. though. Okay. The, the fizzling of people. One dreams, spell of the of fizzling like, of dreams is amazing when you're okay. just like, they're like, I'm going you to would, do you this. You would cast that card just for spot removal? Hell yeah. If they're going, I'm going to control magic your commander, and you're like, well, okay. no, you okay. aren't. That's because a, they that's can a control. Decent point. They can control magic anything you have if uh, it's just indestructible. So, I, I mean, the, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, Milady. dealing dealing four <laughs> damage to a player isn't very big. I would yeah. admit that. But it's to a planeswalker. Don't even you can use get That's killing a planeswalker. So we can say kills a, kills a planeswalker or Who makes all of your stuff indestructible. We made a goddamn episode about people trying to play planeswalkers. Plenty of people no play planeswalkers. They're just random. They're just random, and this is just parts of a card. It's they're, just like a third of it. They're and so they're used less than um, interrupts. <laughs> that's not true because counterspell yes. was an interrupts, and counterspell is the most played fucking card. That's what I said. They're used less than interrupts. Oh yeah, they're used yeah, less yeah. than yeah, the right. other. Most things around. are all right. Fine. <laughs> and then targeting or target people, creature gains double strike until like, end of turn. What is an okay. interrupt? <laughs> yeah, it's it went away with mana sources, and so target creature gains double strike. That doesn't mean it has to be yours either. So if somebody's going in with a big fatty, and you can like, hey, double strike that blight steel colossus, yeah, and end the game you're all about for that person. Other people out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a nice, generous person, but also. <laughs> it helps in Voltron decks and it this is going to help you if you just have a huge creature that's going to be able to get through trample super nice if you're, you're never that using that you're you're 90, absolutely inaccurate 99 percent using the indestructible in fact number two no. this last weekend no. cast boros charm not with a green deck otherwise he probably would have cast heroic intervention mm. and he gave his stuff indestructible there's you're not going to use the double strike that's the double not strike true. you're only that's not you're going to use the double strike if it's going to win or kill a player that's like pretty much the only way you're going to use it and if you're feather, playing red and white you're you not going to gonna win every <laughs> turn cuz you're targeting oh, feather you're, and giving you're, it but double you're not, strike you're not in feather because this is green yeah that's true get I'm that out saying, of there just <laughs> get saying, that out of there we're in saying. a green Red and white deck. Yep. So this, no, garbage. <laughs> do you <laughs> have a green, white, have... red deck? Because Boros Charm is in mine, but Heroic Intervention is not. Whoa, you need to take that deck apart. What I would just say red, white build a better deck. Rien? Because I can give oh. Rien double strike and then, you know, dealing 10, 15, 20 damage in a shot. Mm. I would just say build a better deck. You're making deck. a mistake. <clears throat> heroic Intervention should be in there. I actually have multiple ways of giving indestructible so like oh, it allows me to be more aggressive with both so like heroic intervention heroic intervention, is, intervention is in every single one of my green decks yeah it's in my kami deck it's in any green deck that i, I didn't have. realize this you were a kami wrong one no so i don't have build a better deck there but, you go aj so, <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> so heroic intervention is is solid is is really 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 good if you're not looking for more of those effects 
But if you have a lot of those effects that can happen within a deck, Heroic Intervention becomes like just kind of like an echo. And it, it like it doesn't matter. Like it because you have that effect so many times. Torres Boros Charm has that flexibility in going, you know what? I don't need the indestructible because I already have it here with well, selfless spirit. The- or, that's not the point of heroic intervention. Most of the time, it's the spot removal of them uh, targeting your stuff. Like that's when I, a lot of times, more often than not, when I use heroic intervention, it is not because mm-hmm. of uh, I'm removing all, like destroying all creatures. It is more of they are targeting my commander by putting something on it or taking it or putting dark steel. Is it ignit the one that turns it into the old one doesn't have a mutation? Mutation, dark mutation, dark steel mutation on it, and it's like, ah, uh, no, you're not going to do that because now yeah. it has hexproof. So I, to be honest, being completely you normally use honest, it with the hexproof. The, the hexproof is the part that hits me on the heroic intervention and not the indestructible. I guess um, maybe you should be playing swift foot boots over lightning greaves. Uh, <laughs> no, because if this said if it said the same thing, if it said freaking, I'm just, I'm just saying we're, we're going back to another stable version. <laughs> 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 Damn it, now the train of thought is all gone. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I guess the other part of it is with our play group, um, we don't have as many board wipes. There isn't a lot of Wrath of Gods. That's, it's more of bouncing kind of, kind of type things. So either way, ours don't matter in that if it's a cyclonic rift. But it is more targeting. You are one of those people that does that. You will neutralize. Com- what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where you will neutralize a commander by using a dark steel ig- mutation, mutation uh, type card. Uh, and so this is just that protection. Yeah. I will I'm, I'm just trying you- to help you out by giving that commander indestructible. So I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I loved when you did it on Eureka, and then I was like, "Yeah, that fucking sucks." <laughs> well, Nate, Ninjutsu is really, Ninjutsu, really Ninjutsu. good randomly against auras that you want to yeah. put on player stuff. I can still attack with this O one. Yeah, the Ninjutsu. <laughs> he doesn't have any blockers, so Ninjutsu yeah. him back into my. Yeah, hand. that was that was a rough game. <laughs> I think I I like the flexibility of Boros Charm. I will give you that. I, I, I will like. Give you it has two options. It does not have three. It has two because the first one's fucking garbage. <laughs> I mean, it's, I've, it's I've heard garbage. I, this is off color, but I've heard of people winning the game with sign and blood. Cause you can say target player loses two life and draws two card. And sometimes you just get down that low and you can really, lose it. really. We're get- okay. Let's say we're getting down to the end of the game and you're, you're just holding on. To, you're holding on. <laughs> you're holding on to Boros charm for the, in, you know, the indestructible. And then somebody gets within that life range of where you can be like, I'm going to hit you for four and be able to attack through. Let's do very, very situation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, heroic intervention just can't do that. Oh, it just can't do that. How does, how does the uh, end of the game and you, uh, or not even the end of the game, you're playing the game and you have only a green open and then, or even a green and a white, or you're having to leave multiple colors open just so you can cast Boros charm. I just need a green and a colorless. I'm just green. How does, how does, uh, um, your card, I can't even remember it. Heroic intervention. (laughs) How does that do when like, is it better if like fiery emancipation is in play or like furnace of wrath, like damage doublers or like, 
it doesn't interact with anything else beyond just like that. It kind of can help you. That's <laughs> that's all I'm saying. This this can help I mean, in a lot of different situations. The, my biggest argument with heroic intervention is just removing the spot the spot stuff, the targeting. That's all I can really argue because that's the difference. That is the only difference with yours. Yeah, your boring card, boring bad card. <laughs> your, your, uh, well, I guess I can do this. It is in 124,000 EDH rec decks, and uh, Boros Charm is in half that amount at 60,000. 60, oh, that's it's respectable. Less than half. That's respectable. <laughs> but I mean, that. I think it's on 100% of red white decks. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> red white sucks. <laughs> But and, I love red because it's in every deck that I build. <laughs> <laughs> and white is our, our, is this the new best color in Magic and Commander? I don't know. No, that it didn't was, get any extra clicks. That's all it I know. It didn't really. It got a couple of uh, likes from uh, people that are white. Ah, that sounds really bad. Yeah. Say white Mono white border. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know. I don't have any I think more we're arguments. Done. I think yeah. we're good. We're All fine. Right. It's, you got- I will. Uh, I I hope. Uh, you know. I, I get a crown next week, right? After winning so many times. What? I'm gonna win this one. So many. So when did I get my crown? Like six weeks ago. You got <laughs> it when I took a shot on Friday. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty good. From losing. All right. You guys can Battle vote. <laughs> You guys can vote for this car or either one of these cards. You guys can check out either YouTube on the community tab or you can vote on Twitter. We'll have it there. Or if you're part of the Discord, you can vote there as well. Uh, So those will be those. And then next week we'll have a new two. So sorry this cast went super long, but I hope it helps you guys a little bit with the finance. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. See ya. I love I ran out of beer so long ago. I know I noticed you weren't drinking anymore. I was like, oh shit. This is a two hour podcast. Appreciate it. Oh, double beer. Yeah, I noticed it. I was like, he hasn't been drinking. Oh no, staple versus is going to be tough because I've been continuously drinking and he hasn't. I did not. I didn't even get a buzz this week. Oh no. You win. <laughs> I don't know about that either, though.